Hello Leo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Leo July 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com where you can see the long and growing list of free goodies that I have for you every month. You'll want to take full advantage of those and keep an eye on that page so that you won't miss anything. The next thing is that if you'd like to be an astrologer as your profession or take your hobby up to the next level and help your friends and family in your own self-development, then you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see the crazy comprehensive nature of that course, which you can see at my school online at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. So what's going on this month? We always have lots of details to go into, and you know that I love the details, so I'm going to give you my must-knows for the general transits and specifically for Leo. The ways that you can use this um, offering the best, two admin notes on that. First thing is that this is for you if Leo is your moon or your sun or your rising or your Mercury or your Mars or your Venus or anything else you watch. Leo for those of you who go deeper in to your chart and the many luscious layers, I want you to know that this is for you if you have any of those placements. And you can find a way to run a free birth chart online. Just search for how to run a free birth chart to look into more layers of your being. Our sun sign is just one very small factor that makes us who we are and how we experience life. So you can do that and you can utilize my resources for you more. If you are a late degree Leo, meaning your birthday is around August 13th through the rest of the sign or your degrees are between 20 and 29 degrees and the later into the Leo spectrum, the more true this is, I highly recommend you also watch or listen to my Virgo report. Um, and that's going to give you even more information to your particular um, outlook. Late degree people have a, a more complex read, and so I suggest the Leo and Virgo reports. And you may want to experiment with that, especially those of you later, like pretty late in the Leo spectrum, the last few days, the last few degrees, even five-ish um, days or degrees. You might want to experiment with that, even with other astrologers watching their Leo and Virgo reports to get even more information for you. Okay, so the first must-know is that we are, as of around July 7th, out of the shadow of the post-retrograde Mercury um, transit, and this takes on special significance because it opens us into those beautiful open stars, as I like to call them, which is free from personal planet retrogrades and their shadow periods, and this period of time is going to be from around July 7th through around September 8th, so we've got most of July, all of August, and the early part of September with the clarity that we need to make big decisions and the oomph and momentum we need to make those decisions go further and last longer and have better outcomes. So we've got the clarity and the momentum and the big things happening. We've got the open space to do something with those eclipse energies that came in and any other information that has been relevant. More things that are very well supported during this brilliant launch period from around July 7th through around September 8th are engagements, weddings, big parties, travel, major plans, big agreements, major expensive purchases, redesign, redecorating, anything having to do with agreements, starting new businesses, adding different divisions onto businesses, looking for jobs, finding jobs, changing work, anything bold, anything important, moving, like your physical house or where you live, your housing, selling houses, buying houses, anything like that, investing, all of those types of things are the things that are amazing to do in this brilliant launch period from around 
July 7th through around September 8th, kind of those, those dates in there. So basically most of July, all of August, and the first part of September is just free flow in the stars. Another major must know this month is that we do have afterquakes from the May and June eclipses. We are still in the eclipse season, we're at the tail end of it, and so we are going to notice the intensity of those times, the May and June time, are starting to fade, but we might still be getting big news uh, coming in or implementation of news or information that was eclipse related. Now this eclipse series was in very favorable aspect for Leo placements, so you definitely want to know as much as possible about this, and I give you a lot of information. So I suggest you watch my May and June reports uh, for Leo. And of course, if you're in the late degree, you might also want to pick up the Virgo because in those May and June reports, I talk about where each of those eclipses hit and where those areas of life are and the themes of karma being burnt up and your dharma, your highest expression showing up. So you won't want to miss those details and it's all too much to now go and retell in this video. So I'm going to refer you to that. But just know that those favorable or big life-changing experiences in some cases were not the most favorable, but that you can make lemonade out of them. Um, this is a time when, you know, it's, it's a pretty pivotal experience for Leo placements. And so you might see that your trajectory in life is changing in some pretty radical ways. Major endings, major new beginnings. The next thing that's a must know is that Jupiter is still in retrograde. And I want to talk a little bit about what Jupiter is doing. Jupiter's popped into Pisces. So let's just kind of some talk about some things here. The first thing to know is that for most of 2021, Jupiter has been, and still is, even as it's dipped into Pisces and even as it's in retrograde, is accentuating your seventh house. What that looks like, and you will have noticed it, is major expansion to your relationship with yourself and to your relationship with others. Pivotal endings, pivotal beginnings, all having to do with your relationships with other people and your ever-changing relationship to yourself. Setting boundaries, you know, figuring out um, the things that you want in your relationships and having the you know experience of creating that many 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 people will have their true love or their life partner show up in a seventh house jupiter transit when jupiter transits the fifth house or the seventh house it increases the odds of your life partner to come in or for you to expand with the person that's come in so many people have gotten engaged you know, found the person gotten engaged gotten married having kids you know just constant expansion in your uh, relationship sector and notable things happening with other people in your life life you know um, life change experiences that other people close to you might have had might be redefining your position in your own life. So that is continuing and that will continue for the rest of the year. You can actually see more about that if you search for Jupiter in Aquarius for Leo and Annie Botticelli, or you can look at my homepage on YouTube um, where you can see more about what the whole year for um, you know, Jupiter and Aquarius, what's that been looking like? And it is very critical for Leos because Aquarius opposes your placement. So even though it's dipping very briefly into Pisces, that energy of opposition is not really ending, especially for those of you towards the end of the sign. Those of you towards the end of the sign, you still have a very strong walk with the up opposition energies of Jupiter. We'll talk about what that means in a second. I just want to define who we're specifically talking about here. If you have a Leo placement between 22 and 29 degrees, or your birthday is like August 15th through the rest of the sign, you still, once um, Jupiter gets back, it's going it's going retrograde in um, Aquarius back to 22 degrees and it's going to go direct. So those, those degrees, you're still going to have a lot going on. So, you know, you're, 
Jupiter transits can be very positive things, but they can also come with an exacerbation of underlying issues or some issues that weren't present, you know, and obstacles to overcome. So this opposition energy that you'll have, have to deal with more towards the end of the sign, um, really has to do with accessing your, your superhero self. That's how I like to call it, where two things in your life are really screaming for attention and you're having to give full attention to both of those things that are pulling you in opposite directions. And so that's why I call it accessing your superhero self because the capacity to juggle and keep things up in the air that comes from towing both lines pretty equally is a superhero trait and you get to develop that, but it could feel a little bit uncomfortable, very overstimulating, very overwhelming, but you can definitely get to where you are doing really well with those opposing areas. And that of course is the goal. You might need more sleep. You might need more support, you know, for your supplements and things like that to support your body and your mind through um, all of this extra energy of things needing your attention and pulling you in opposite directions. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the energy that's being um, whispering or being brought in a big way for the um, Jupiter moving into your eighth house, because as it's in Pisces, it is accentuating that eighth house. So it's been in the seventh house. It's not leaving that influence. We've just talked about that. But the eighth house is a deeper form of relationships. Now, even though those of you who are in the early time frame, so that's like July born, especially in the first few days, you know, the 22nd of July, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, those days were the first few degrees, um, you all are getting the, the biggest kind of introduction into what Jupiter in the eighth house is going to look like for you moving forward. Um, but from the whole house perspective, all Leo placements are having an introduction into what Jupiter in the eighth house is going to look like. And that's going to be full bore for everybody in the Leo um, spectrum from the end of December through May 10th, when we have the full flow of Jupiter through Pisces. But you're kind of getting an introduction now. And this has to do with expansion, growth, opportunities, benevolence, luck, or the exacerbation of underlying problems with the intention of healing them with your family, with your family um, estate, with inheritances, with life planning, um, you know, estate planning, government, taxes, um, support from anywhere, loans, credit, debt, anything having to do with sweepstakes or lottery. So when Jupiter is in the eighth house, it does increase the odds of money coming to you out of nowhere. For better or worse, again, it could be an inheritance because someone passes away, which is not a positive thing, right? But money comes and it could come through um, very synchronistic means and it could come all of a sudden. You could also win money, sweepstakes. I remember I had a client um, who, uh, this was something that happened a while ago, but I always think about this. She she came to see me. This is when I was doing readings um, in, in real life, you know, not not virtual, um, in person. And she came over, and she said, "You know, I've been doing this sweepstakes for a million dollars for ten years, and it's kind of an expensive entry. And I was thinking that, you know, I, I'm just kind of done with it. I'm not going to make the investment in it." And I said, "Oh gosh, make the investment because." Um, the odds of you winning are more increased now. And so this is not the time 
to to not do it. And so I saw her later in town, a few weeks or months later, and she said, Annie, thank you for telling me to do the investment. I won the sweepstakes. That was a million dollars. And it was just like, wow, that really illustrates this potential of Jupiter in the eighth house. So if you have been doing sweepstakes, this is not the time to stop, especially if you are a July born person or in the first few degrees. And then for the rest, and this could be true for all of you, but this is going to become more true for the rest of you not in that designation for like December through May, okay? Yeah, so investments, anything having to do with things like that can pay off big time. And it's pretty exciting. Okay, and this also can have to do with psychological or spiritual breakthroughs or the discovery of a solution to a problem or the solving of a mystery, big or small. If you have something that you've been trying to work out, whether it's a health mystery or like an actual mystery of something that you're working on, um, Jupiter can help there. Okay, so another must know is that we've got some Pluto oppositions and more salty aspects than sweet ones in this month. Now, fortunately, we don't have big clashes like we have in June, like we have in some other months this year. These are more nuisance aspects that they they happen and usually they pass pretty quickly for the most part. But this is going to increase the energy of resistance and, you know, obstacles to overcome this month, um, which can, you know, basically cause you to have to do a little more work to get to the gold, but that's okay. You know, sometimes we need that resistance to push through because at first, like when a car is going to go over a boulder, it's like not working as well or as fuel efficiently and it's having a problem when it's trying to get the, you know, the oomph to go over it. But once it goes over it, you get this burst of speed and momentum from that passing. And that's what this is like. You have to use a little bit more energy in the short term in order to um, to get past the obstacle, but then it can push you along in really big ways. And so that that energy, you know, is going to be present all month and just kind of know as the things are coming up that they can bring, bring great gold. You just have to, to push through the nuisance things that occur. Okay, another big must know has to do with um, cancer energy. So we still have energy moving through cancer, and so that means a few very specific things for you. First of all, it's going to increase emotion for better and worse. Second of all, it's going to um, highlight your 12th house. Your 12th house is the unconscious mind, is you know your, your house of fears and of potentials that come from solving those fears and addictions and you know your family line- lineage and your ancestry and you know just everything that's kind of hidden and in the darkness is is getting highlighted and this happens every year before your birthday or before the sun crosses over your leo placement so some of you are going to have birthdays happy birthday to those leos who are in the early degree placements definitely make sure to make your birthday wishes and you can look for my video making wishes come true um, to talk about how you can best use those birthday wishes and you can also if you have any leo placement write your birthday intentions the energy of birthday wishes also works well for writing intentions when the sun's going to cross over this placement for you so basically the uh, july born are going to have this now and the rest of you august born are going to have this um, later and if you're watching for a leo placement other than your sun if you're between zero and nine degrees 
you will have this sun crossover that gives you extra support behind your intentions at this time. So definitely check out that video. But what happens in the weeks before that crossover of the sun, either to your sun or to your other Leo placement, is it, it crowds the things in front of you that you don't want. The fears, the, you know, um, patterns that are not productive, it kind of makes them loom really heavily over you where you're like, whoa, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. And that is purposeful. I believe everything in the universe is purposeful. I believe that there's a, a benefic, a benevolent source and that that source, even if it seems like there's chaos or confusion, is working to, um, you know, a coherent end, a coherent experience, uh, you know, an, an outcome that is positive. And, you know, we can just see this in how the stars are laid out. I talk about this in my book, Planetology, that when, you know, the, the golden ratio is present, so mathematically, math, coherent math, predictable math, is present even in the distances between the, the planets that they have to each other. You know, like we can look throughout the layout of our solar system and the universe to see that there's a coherent structure to it. And that to me is proof of this, you know, benevolent source. And it's the same thing with the lineup of the energies going into your 12th house before they go into your first house. Because you sometimes have to see more of what you don't want to see the things you do want so that you can use your wishes and the, and the, and the um, enhancement of your, your will, um, that comes at the time that the sun crosses over whatever placement it is for you. You can use that will more productively if you know with more clarity what you do want by seeing what you don't want, okay? So if you start to feel a little weird or feel a little uncomfortable or have things brewing and fears coming up, just know that it's purposeful and the more that you work through that and use that energy, it can enhance the energies to come. Now, we're going to have an expanded experience of Leo energy at this time because usually the Leo energies get more strong towards the end of July, right? When the sun gets there and then we've got like a Leo frenzy for August and all of that. But because Venus and Mars are getting into Leo and they're walking together through Leo, for almost all of July, this is like a super huge increase in the zest and fierceness of awesomeness for Leos for July and August, okay? So when Venus and Mars are working together, it's like having two family members or your spouse and your family member that usually are at odds with each other, everybody's saying the same thing, saying, hey, here's the same thing, and this we're so going to support you. So. You're going to have kisses from Venus. You're going to have kisses from Mars. They're walking together. They're enhancing your placement. And all of that is going to give you more oomph and more support to make the most of the things that you figure out from as the planets move through the 12th house. Okay, so this is really exciting. This can add to your charisma, add to your stamina. It can add to your oomph and your ambitions. It can add to your clarity. It can add to your improvements in your physical health, your physicality, even how you look, your aesthetics, new wardrobes, haircuts, anything like that, especially from around July 7th on, are really enhanced. If you have to take pictures for social media or for something work-related or just that you want to have for you and your family, you might even look better at this time. So this is a really exciting time when your creativity is boosted, your romantic sector is enhanced, your energy of children is enhanced, your hobbies are enhanced. Anything that you're trying to be seen for, your attention, your recognition is all enhanced. So you've got two months of that, which is all very exciting. And we've got this energy of fire and water because 
Cancer energies present at the same time as such strong Leo forces are like this pot of water, the water being the Cancer, and the fire underneath the pot being the Leo, where you can be very productive with those emotions. If you have fear, if you have um, joy, if you have anything, can actually be brought to a more direct outcome that you're specifying and trying to work towards. So using your emotions to towards a certain end can be very productive. Now, one tip on that, if your emotion is anger, definitely don't make decisions from anger. The only decisions we wanna make from anger are the resolute decisions that we're going to do something about this, but what we're going to do is what we wanna decide when we're more calm, right? Writing it out um, beforehand, writing a letter to people, you know, and then doing that before you interact with them is going to be much more favorable now because getting the charge off of any of your communication is going to further enhance the conversations that you have and the relationships that you have. We don't wanna take our aggression out on somebody else because we're not going to reach our ends and our intimacy and the things that we want more that way. And you have so much energy around having things go your way, but it can also enhance your feelings. And if that feeling is anger, you just wanna take a little more caution with that. But this fire and water energy could be super productive. Okay, so the last thing that I wanna talk about, the last must know, has to do with some beautiful fire and air kisses. So anything that goes on that's great in fire and air, of course, is further accentuated for Leo placements. So I wanna give you a few dates and some things to watch out for in a wonderful way. Now, this list is very short. If you want a detailed list of all the notable aspects, what they are, what the dates are, what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, then definitely sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Okay, so in the days, well, basically the first week of the month, July 2nd and July 7th, with influence in the few days around each of those days, we've got a kiss with Mars and Chiron and a kiss with Venus and Chiron. So all of this is beneficial for all Leo placements. And this can have to do with the healing of something being beneficial for you. So like, let's say you did some inner work on a topic in the past. Now the odds that you see blessings from that work you did are enhanced or that you make a decision in this time that you're going to heal and forgive and put something really behind you instead of having it bother you more you can get extra blessings from that. Or I'd like to use the example of like food intolerances. Let's say you stop eating a certain food because it bothers you and you've always known it's bothered you, but you are now doing something about it. Well, then maybe you lose some weight too or your skin looks better or something. That wasn't the original intention, but the decision you made to heal is giving you extra beautiful boosts. Okay, so beautiful aspects with the wounded healer are coming up in a big way at this time. And... That is great for all Leo placements, but especially the closer to 12 degrees, you'll get an extra kiss. Okay, so 12 degrees, I mean, really anyone from seven degrees to 17 degrees, the closer to 12 degrees, the more intense. And for the birthdays, this is going to be pretty much the first week of August, the last couple of days of July, and the closer to around August 3rd or so, the more kisses you get from this aspect. Then we've got, um, I told you that um, Venus and Mars are in close proximity all month and they're working together and on the same page all month. But on the 13th is when they actually get together. And so anyone who has planets close to 19 degrees, 
So that's like between 14 and 24 degrees will be in the zone of that extra kiss and the closer to 19 degrees, the more of a kiss you get from that placement. So romance, love, money, you know, appearance, just anything amazing can come from that. Ambition, boosts to, you know, your actions resulting in wonderful things, all extra things like that. Now, in the days around July 17th, we've got a full moon in Aquarius, and this is of special note because it is opposing your energy, but it's still in an air sign, which is favorable for you. Those of you who will probably feel the most intensity from this are in the days around like July 22nd, July 23rd, July 24th, or the first few degrees of the sign will get the biggest elucidation from this, okay? Um, so something hidden coming to light, something, um, a fear or addiction just cracking or information that's going to help you in a big way, um, a friend showing up in a big way for you, something notable at that time for any Leo placement, but especially those of you who are right there in that early, early time frame. If you would like even more information about the starry opportunities ahead, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter list. I only send out a few emails a month and they are all chock full of how you can make the most of the starry opportunities. Plus you get all kinds of other VIP freebies and extra exclusive things by being a member of my email list. Since most of the work I do for you is free, it's hard to sometimes keep track of everything I do. I do have information when you click on the more button in, um, on this video, or if you're listening to the podcast version in the notes underneath the podcast, you can connect in with all of these free things I do, the podcast, the videos, the blogs, the interviews, and all kinds of goodies. And now at AnnieHelpsYou.com, right on the front page, I have a better organized list of all of these resources so you can check that monthly and be taking advantage of all the things I do for you. If you would like to be an astrologer as your profession, make sure that you go to LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. You will find free courses there as well, and you will find my paid courses. And one of the paid courses is this astrology program, Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course. If you think I put a lot of details into my free offerings, you should see what I do in my paid offerings. It's really, really, really comprehensive. So I can definitely teach you everything you need to know to be a successful professional astrologer earning money for your love for astrology. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.